This episode is part of my series on Ancestry.com. This time I'm going into detail on Ancestry's Hints feature. All its good, bad and ugly features. Here at Family History Roots, we go into the depths of family history, discussing and exploring methods for researching and looking at new records available to family historians. There are podcasts on getting started and in-depth looks at various online genealogy providers and how to get the best out of your time and efforts. Full details are found on my website familyhistoryroots.uk There are some things on Ancestry.com that are very good. Some that are bad. And others that are downright ugly. These are all to do with your family trees. There is no doubt that Ancestry is a great way to build your family tree online and to discover more ancestors and cousins. And Ancestry's hints help you along the way. However, like all good things, there is a downside. Okay, what are the hints? They are the green leaf icon found at the top right corner of the person icon on your family tree when you view the tree or found on the hints tab when you are looking at the person profile. You can switch to the hints tab or click on the leaf icon to go to the hints for that person. Via the hints Ancestry provides, well hints about what might be connected to your family based on what information you have entered and also based on what ancestry finds entered on other family trees that it holds. So the hints may be links to other family trees or links to records about someone from the family or someone with the same name. These hints are so named because they may guide you to more records and more ancestors or cousins or may not be correct All this is based on what has been entered on the family trees of other users. So it depends, doesn't it, on how accurate those family trees are. Ancestry cannot evaluate how accurate these are and will display hints according to the amount of information you have entered. So anything with a greater amount of information will be there. Ancestry is not searching through the records looking for a match for you, but is searching through family trees looking for a match. Now the good part. You can often find a new record of your ancestor, say, because somewhere there is a link to that record in another family tree. You can look at the transcription and the original if the image is held, and evaluate it. Remember, it may not be correct, 
is not necessarily correct just because it's in another family tree. So hints can be a shortcut to searching the actual records themselves via the search pages. But don't forget you may still have to search properly to establish if this is actually your ancestor or cousin. So look at the hints and pick those that are relevant to the record you need to find. When checking for my own ancestor John Hubbard, for example, born in the 1790s in Butley in Suffolk, I needed to find his parents, believed to be possibly Ruth and John, based on a baptism found in Chillisford in Suffolk in 1792. Mother was described as Ruth, father Hubbard. A child born when mother was widowed, possibly. Ancestry found a match with the marriage for Ruth in Pallet's marriage index to a John Hubbard in 1792 in Martlesham, Suffolk, where John Jr. had married in 1818. So this looked like a good match and saved me searching Pallet's index myself. So I added the record to the profile of John and Ruth. Ancestry actually allows you to create a person in your family tree from a matching record. So now I had both parents of John, John and Ruth. Ancestry also informed me that there were three other family trees on Ancestry with a match to John Hubbard, born between 1770 and 1750. So I was able to click on the review link to view the entries for John in each of the trees and compare them with my family tree. Now I could pick one or more of these and add the details to my tree. A quick, easy and dirty or ugly way to extend the family tree. What I prefer to do now is to note the information and check out those facts myself. You are listening to Family History Roots podcast, where we explore resources and techniques that can assist you with your family history research here in the UK. I'm Mark Irving, Director of Professional Genealogists, Grange Genealogy, and I have been tracing and researching family members of many different families for reasons of inheritance over the last four decades and researching my own family since the 1980s. Now the ugly bit. Hints will frequently give matches to other family trees, and these can be very useful pointers to what had happened to your or my families. Much of what you find is probably correct. But more is not merrier here, as many other users can copy information from one tree to another when they are given a match by the hints process. In this way, any errors can be duplicated and are sure to be a very ugly way to extend your family tree. 
I would recommend that instead you check through the family trees that are suggested and try to determine which one is the primary source for that information and then to check out the information contained. Just check for a source record for the individual information and see if it's present. And if so, check it out as you would anything you search for yourself. Note any unsourced information and check yourself for the source. If necessary, use the family tree exposed by the link tree to create a working tree on paper that you can search for and source further using Ancestry search records forms and add the sources themselves to your family tree directly. Remember that you can create new people when you do this. In this way, your family tree will be as accurate as you can make it and with no inaccurate information there that you just forgot to correct later. In my case, the three trees gave me some information on John Senior and his date of death in Martlesham, which I tracked down to an entry in the Suffolk burials records. Although all three of the trees gave this date, none of them was sourced. John Senior's date of baptism was given as 1757, which roughly matched his age at death, but two of the family trees gave the location of the baptism differently and in Essex rather than Suffolk, so I'm not at all convinced that this is correct. I would need to search elsewhere before accepting either of these as accurate. If you have any questions or other opinions on what I have been discussing, you can let me know at podcasts at familyhistoryroots.uk and what you have said or suggested may feature in a forthcoming episode. You can also subscribe to Family History Roots podcast from my website at familyhistoryroots.uk and by subscribing you will let me know that you find my discussions valuable. Now the band. It's so easy to add to your family tree from the hints that it become, can become a bad habit. And it's certainly bad when people and events are added just because they are presented as hints. Often ancestry will give quite a few, many with US records of the same person's name. And these are often quite irrelevant to an English or UK genealogy, especially when you have already placed details on your tree that place them firmly in the UK. You can grade the value of the hints using the buttons at the foot of the Evaluate Records slide-out pane that is shown when you select Review. Choose Yes or No or Maybe to add the hint to the undecided, ignored or accepted filter menu across the top of the page. If you are not sure, close the hint or select maybe 
You can then view it again later. So overall, hints are a tremendous benefit when researching if used carefully, always checking them and evaluating them for yourself. Hints may not always appear instantly. You may have to wait a bit to see them. Don't rely on them or trust them. More is definitely not merrier. And one tree that is sourced will trump 10 trees that are not sourced. When searching for an event with the search forms, make sure you note the suggested records list that may come up with your search results. These are usually more accurate pointers to your family. Again, check and search for alternatives and others before accepting any one of them that is offered. I've talked mainly here about Ancestry's hint system, but other genealogy online companies have similar systems. And my plea is, please, don't accept what you see first as face value. Check it out and if necessary, go back to the original source. This may sound obvious, but it's very important because lots of the genealogy online systems rely on the family trees to provide these hints. And if those family trees are not accurate, it means you're actually helping to mislead other researchers. So keep your family tree as accurate as you can. Or if you're just doing a working family tree and you want to put it on Ancestry as an online uh, research aid while you're searching through the records, make sure you mark it as private and not indexed in their systems and then the chances of misleading someone else will be so much the better. Um, and of course, don't mislead yourself either. Join me next time at familyhistoryroots.uk. Don't forget to subscribe if you have found this helpful. Family history is all about seeing life in the light of your ancestors. So may your discoveries and searches be fruitful. Until next time, good luck. The discussions and techniques and resources mentioned in this podcast were broadcast for personal use only and the resources and any associated tips and techniques for researching were correct as of October 2022 and in the UK and express my own opinion. This podcast was brought to you by Mark Irving, Director of Grange Genealogy. My further podcasts can be found at familyhistoryroots.uk and details of other services offered are at grangegenealogy.co.uk the ragtime theme was courtesy of purpleplanet.com and to receive further information on upcoming podcasts and interviews, email me at podcasts at familyhistoryroots.uk.